you know, we're doing things for people who can't pay. But when you do those things, whether in our case, uh, gathering medications or vaccines and delivering them to places that have gone through a very tough situation, you want to perform those actions just as well as any business would. You're listening to the Business Life and Coffee Show, where business leaders and health experts give insight while you take a break from the daily grind. Your host, Joey Price, is an entrepreneur with over a decade of startup experience and CEO of the managed HR services firm Jumpstart HR. Want to join the conversation or have an idea for the show? Tweet us at BizLifeCoffee or Joey directly at Joey V. Price HR with the hashtag BLCMoments. Want more episodes? Head on over to iTunes to subscribe. Business, life, and coffee, personal development for busy professionals. Now let's get to the show. We are entering into one of the most charitable seasons of the year. But how do you know which organization to give your hard-earned money and talents to? Today on this podcast, I'm joined by Thomas Taihi, CEO of Direct Relief. Thomas, welcome to the show. My pleasure to be here, Joey. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. What is the best way to research charities? Well, I think the first first place to look before making a charitable contribution is uh, inside your own head and to figure out what you care about. Um, you know, not all. There's so many things that are um, deserving of support, uh, but you know, it really depends on what people care about themselves, from from arts to environment to animals to after school sports, or and uh, in, in the case of my organization, it's humanitarian health services, which you know we think is important, but um, so. I think once you decide what you, it is you care about, make sure uh, how to make sure your money is going to be spent to advance that thing you care about. And I think there are independent kind of websites um, and rating organizations that that do that, the Charity Navigator or the Better Business Bureau are a couple of them, and, and that really try to look at all charitable organizations um, without making a judgment about which cause is more important, but just how basically they spend their money <clears throat> and um, and I think that's a really helpful two-step way for for people who are considering making a gift um, at the end of the year or anytime so what are some red flags to look for when choosing where to donate I think the red flags that uh, that have come up and we hear about them is people feeling pressured um, or guilted to make an immediate gift um, is a bad thing. It's such a, it's such a wonderful gesture, the sentiment and desire to help others. So I think um, if any consumer, it's just like being a, a consumer. If you feel like you're being pressed into something, don't do it. I mean, it's your choice. It's your money. You worked hard for it. Um, also, I think if there, it's unclear, if it just sort of, um, particularly when big emergencies happen and there's <clears throat> almost this kind of broad social desire and, and herd mentality to help, which is a great thing, but it can be exploited. So I think um, the emotionality connected to it uh, and kind of the sense of urgency, it's important to just take a moment to look to make sure an organization is legitimate, look at the website. It doesn't take much time at all these days. Uh, just like you would do if you were going to make a purchase um, of something for you. You're making a purchase of something that will basically go to benefit someone else. But the same steps are important to follow, I think. Well, Thomas, let's talk a little bit about your organization, Direct Relief. 
Now, I, I know that you've been recently awarded by Fast Company and Forbes as being 99% efficient or better in fundraising since 2001. And your organization won the Peter F. Drucker Award for Nonprofit Innovation uh, and several others. Uh, why have you chosen to lead an organization that is focused on nonprofits and the nonprofit world uh, versus lending your talents to something else? Well, you know, for me personally, I, I worked at the Peace Corps. I was in, in government before, and I, I realized um, that, you know, public service um, is not just for government workers. Everyone can engage in public service, and charitable organizations uh, are basically public service done privately, which I have come to really appreciate because, you know, you can move faster. You can um, you can be a lot more nimble. You have to follow the basically the same ethical standards that a, a public um, official would, but you can do it in in a different way and to be more businesslike. And you look around society and you see how well we as a species solve problems. You know whether it's Amazon, figuring all, all these industries that have haven't been rethought in generations. Here comes technology mixed with a new approach and fresh thinking, and there's uh, a way to do things differently to get more for your money. And to rethink, and that basic approach, I think, is what we try to bring to direct relief. It's um, in, there's, in the realm of humanitarian health services. It's a hard problem, but from our perspective, how to just go through the mental checklist? How would Amazon do this? How would Google do this? How would Costco do this? They're very good at inventory management, um, and and bring that type of skill set to bear for people who really. You know, we're doing things for people who can't pay. But when you do those things, whether in our case, uh, gathering medications or vaccines and delivering them to places that have gone through a very tough situation, you want to perform those actions just as well as any business would. So I think um, in my mind, you know, we, if you were at a direct release headquarters, it looks like a, and it is a distribution center for pharmaceutical products. It's fully licensed. Uh, we just happen to work for customers who, can't pay anything, but we don't want to have any lesser standard than is possible in the commercial world. So I'm not sure if that really answers your question, but it, it makes the environment exciting. The cause is important, and I think so is the kind of the challenge to keep rethinking how we approach to uh, the issues that pop up every day. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we are joined by the CEO of Direct Relief, an outstanding nonprofit organization that, that thrives on efficiency and service. Uh, Thomas, you had mentioned earlier about ratings and how charities are being rated. Could you dive a little bit more deeply into how charities are rated and should people make their decisions based on ratings alone? Yeah, I think, you know, a lot of the the rating or charity navigator or the Better Business Bureau or even Forbes magazine, they basically look at the financial profile of an organization, the, the publicly required, uh, basically the IRS filing. And they do some analysis sort of saying if you how much you spent uh, on fundraising relative to how much you received. So I think in general, if you got $100 but it spent, you spent $90 to get that, you, someone could look at it and say, well, really, it's just a fundraising machine. You know, you're just um, using your cause to, to generate uh, fundraising expenses. So you'd get a low score. I think alternatively, if you spend just a little bit on fundraising or general management, that tends to get you a higher score, but you know it's, a, it, it's one dimensional. You can spend a little bit on 
fundraising and end up with a little money or a little bit on uh, general management and not be particularly well managed. So I think it does require some nuance when you're looking at these things, but it's a very helpful kind of apples to apples comparison about how money is being spent, which is a really important thing for for consumers. Um, but again, I think where you start with is what you care about. I don't think anyone should make a a decision solely on the basis of a, a score that a nonprofit receives, um, particularly if it's a cause you don't care about. I mean, it is your money, and you want to um, have it advance something uh, that you care about. But um, that's you know those two steps of figuring out what what matters to you and what you'd feel good about supporting, and then how to make sure that if you're in a position to make a charitable gift, you know you do want to make sure it it goes as far as it can to to help the cause you believe in. Thanks. And Thomas, real quickly before we go, we are in the Thanksgiving and holiday season. What's something that you're most thankful for? Well, I have four great kids, um, you know, and that that gives me joy and meaning in life um, and often headaches and <laughs> kind of <laughs> funny anxiety and stories. But, um, but, you know, the other thing I'm thankful for is in the nature of our work at Direct Relief, we do end up dealing with people who... Ha- suffer these unimaginable hardships and it makes you just thankful for every little thing you know just it's a good reminder that um you know i was in in, uh just very recently three times in in puerto rico since the um the storms and you know these are this uh part of the united states with very uh, developed economy a skyline that looks like miami and people still have no power months out and it's almost you know and water is sketchy and um, people are getting sicker uh, who were fine just a few months ago because they can't get their medications. So it is a good reminder how vulnerable we are, how precious life is, and to en- enjoy every moment. So I'm thankful for um, for that and the fact that we get to meet nothing but people who are trying to do something better for, for other folks. So it's a good reminder that we're a pretty good species despite all the evidence on TV <laughs> to the contrary. We do, we do all sorts of horrible things, but, you know, at the end of the day uh, – we're a pretty cool species and I'm thankful we get to meet people who are trying to make the world a better place. That's incredible, Thomas. And that's why this podcast exists, uh, especially time around the holidays and times like these where we can help shed light on some of the stories of people that are impacting our world in positive ways. Where can our listeners go for more information about direct relief? Uh, best places, directrelief.org, our website or our Facebook page and <clears throat> Instagram. I think that uh, the website has the most complete information. And you know, well, I know Joey because I was looking at yours. I think all the <clears throat> different social media channels are important, but the <laughs> one is more visual, one is more chatty. You yeah. know, but the website sort of the got all the stuff and all the financial reports and you know everything you could want, but uh, maybe not as light and fun as some of the Facebook stuff. Oh, okay. Well, directrelief.org. <laughs> all right. We'll, we'll drop those notes. Uh, we'll drop those websites in our show notes so that our listeners can go and, and, and learn what you're about. And uh, I appreciate your time today and uh, enjoy your Thanksgiving. Great. Thank you very much, Joe. You too. Happy Thanksgiving. Uh, my pleasure. Take care. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Business Life and Coffee Show with Joey Price. We hope you're inspired to become the best version of yourself after listening to our guest. What thought or idea stood out the most to you? Keep the conversation going by tweeting the show at BizLifeCoffee or our host at Joey V. Price HR with the hashtag BLC Moments. 
And if you like what you just heard, pass along our podcast to at least five people. Detailed show notes can be found at www.businesslifeandcoffee.com. And our full archive is available on iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, and Google Play. This has been a Jumpstart HR production. Join us next time for another edition of the Business Life and Coffee Show. If you've recently started a business, why take away time from what you're good at? Only to focus on difficult, pesky HR problems. Jumpstart HR LLC offers a better solution. Jumpstart HR provides HR outsourcing support to U.S.-based small businesses and startups and was recently ranked among the top 10 HR outsourcing firms in the country, according to businessnewsdaily.com. From recruitment to employee handbooks to legal compliance, Jumpstart HR helps you get peace of mind about the people in your business. Visit jumpstart-hr.com for more information or follow on Twitter at JumpstartHR. Jumpstart HR, let's build a better business together.